guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So as we conclude this week of the Come Follow Me with 2 Corinthians 1 through 7, again, there's so many different places we could have gone. There's verses that are so amazing that we didn't even talk about. So that's why reading through these is so important. So take the time to do that. So I want to finish up with chapter 7. Chapter 7's got a very cool couple of phrases right here that I think are so relevant to you and I. You start with verse number 8. It says, Though I made you sorry with the letter, and again, Paul's writing to the Corinthians here a second time, I do not repent, though I did repent, for I perceive that the same epistle which made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Now that sounds a little bit confusing, so I want to take you over to the New Living Translation. Again, one of my favorites. I am not sorry that I sent a severe letter to you, though I was sorry at first, for I know it was painful to you for a little while. But verse number nine, now I rejoice, not that you were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed to repentance. That's a cool phrase. For ye were made sorry after a godly manner, that ye might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. So back to the Come Follow Me for this week, it says godly sorrow leads to repentance. We don't usually think of sorrow as a good thing, but Paul spoke of godly sorrow as an important part of repentance. Consider what you learn about godly sorrow from the following. And it gives 2 Corinthians 7, 8 through 11. We'll talk about that in a second. Alma 36, which is a fantastic chapter to show godly sorrow. Mormon chapter 2 is another great one. And Sister Michelle D. Craig's message, Divine Discontent. It's a wonderful talk. When have you felt godly sorrow and what effect did it have in your life? Now, one of the things it talked about here is verse number 11. Now, we normally don't tie verse 11 to these verses, but I think verse 11 explains what godly sorrow is. For behold, this selfsame thing, this godly sorrow, that ye sorrowed after a godly sort, and it almost gives you a list of what godly sorrow looks like when you are repenting after a godly manner. What carefulness it wrought in you, meaning this godly sorrow caused you to be more careful in your life. When you start thinking about that particular sin that you struggle with, are you being much more careful about it this time? Yea, what clearing of yourselves. How great is it to be able to know that you are cleared of what you had done. That peace of conscience, that clearing of yourselves. Yea, what indignation. Now that's an interesting word. Indignation denotes some anger and almost some hatred towards what you had done. And that's a powerful thing here. Yea, what fear. Now fear being you recognize how powerful that thing was that you were struggling with and you almost fear it. You need to fear it. What vehement desire. Vehement is similar to kind of what we talked about yesterday about this passionately, like you're enthusiastic, like you've got to have an enthusiastic desire to stay away from this particular thing. What zeal, this excitement, again, this passion, like you have to stay away from this. And what revenge. Revenge is an interesting thing here. I normally don't encourage revenge, but maybe what is the best way to take revenge on that sin that you struggled with? Well, you focus so much on Jesus Christ. Christ, that sin becomes something that you fight so hard against by growing closer to Jesus Christ. 
in all things, you have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. Great quote from Ezra Taft Benson. It says, it is not uncommon to find men and women in the world who feel remorse for things they do wrong. Sometimes this is because their actions cause them or loved ones great sorrow and misery. Sometimes their sorrow is caused because they are caught and punished for their actions. Such worldly feelings do not constitute godly sorrow. Godly sorrow is a gift of the Spirit. That's a great statement. You know, we talked about gifts of the Spirit back in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Godly sorrow is a gift of the Spirit. It's a deep realization that our actions have offended our Father and our God. It is a sharp and keen awareness that our behavior caused the Savior, He who knew no sin, even the greatest of all, to endure agony and suffering. Our sins caused Him to bleed at every pore. This very real mental and spiritual anguish, emotions that we mentioned in verse 11, 11 is what the scriptures refer to as having a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Such a spirit is the absolute prerequisite for true repentance. Now, one of the things I would recommend also is checking out a book from Elder Neil L. Anderson. It's called The Divine Gift of Forgiveness. If you haven't had a chance to read this, it is wonderful. There's actually an institute course that is taught around this book. It's such a great book, and it talks a lot about this idea of what it means to have a broken heart and a contrite spirit and godly sorrow as you're going through this process of repentance. So I I hope these verses helped you out here just to remember kind of where you're at with regards to repentance and how we should feel towards those sins, but even more important, how we should feel towards the Savior. And that is the thing that should cause us to want to change and want to repent. So I love this message and I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful for all the messages that are in 2 Corinthians 1 through 7. I'm grateful for them and I know that they're true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.